Hey y'all, Elizabeth Christine here. Before we get into today's podcast, I just want to remind you of all the ways that you can contribute to Enduring by Grace. First of all, to support this podcast in particular and support me on this uh, ministry venture and to really help me get started and make this an official thing, you can visit anchor.fm slash enduring by grace and support where you can contribute monthly in addition to just the podcast support you can always visit enduringbygrace.com where there you'll see the little donate button at the top of every screen and can donate any amount of your choice i appreciate your love and support so much as i embark on this journey where the lord has called me What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to keep it kind of short and sweet because the reading is Numbers 23 through 24, and it's kind of a lot with a little bit of repetition, but the repetition is necessary to fully comprehend uh, the Lord's role in Israel. So, with that being said, let's just go ahead and review it. So, going in through chapter 23, we see again, Balaam says, he answers, shouldn't I say exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? So, we see Balak here is upset because Balaam has not cursed the Lord's people. But how can he curse someone the Lord has blessed? And here Balaam is like a seer of sorts and he gives all these oracles given from the Lord so he can't curse a people that the Lord has already called blessed. And with that being said, just think of that in today's world. Think of that in your personal life. Nobody else can curse what the Lord has already called blessed. So you are blessed and you are God's child and no one can take that identity away from you. So live in the fact that you are loved by God and that you are his and just work on your relationship with him because others can't curse what the Lord has already called his and blessed. So again in chapter, I mean not chapter 8, in verse 8, 23, 8, how can I curse someone God has not cursed? How can I denounce someone the Lord has not denounced? Same thing, that same repetition uh, that the Lord's people are being taken care of. Moving forward in the same chapter, uh, verses nine, verse 19 through 20, it says, God is not a man that he might lie or a son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act or promise and not fulfill? I have indeed received a command to bless, to bless. Since he has blessed, I cannot change it. We cannot change what the Lord has commanded. That is something that we oftentimes try to do when we don't like the answer. And we again see that Balak does not like the answer that he is getting from Balaam. But Balaam just speaks the truth that the Lord has given him. God's not a man that he might lie. So here we're learning more about God's character. God is not a liar and he's not indecisive because it also says in the same verse that he might not change his mind. And does he speak and not act or promise and not fulfill? Just reading that verse, we see we're learning of God's character here. He is someone, he is a God of truth 
and he is not indecisive and he acts based upon his word we cannot change what the lord has already commanded that is important to recall and something that is important to take away from the scripture today i believe because we need to remember that god is a god who fulfills his promises and acts based on his word so we read his word and we learn about him and his truth and his characteristics then we get to learn more about his faithfulness and how he's going to continue to act faithful in our lives. And we also need to remember that he is the one who commands and we cannot change it as much as we don't like it. So that is also important. And I like the repetition in chapter 24 when it's considering Balaam. It says, the oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of one who hears the sayings of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. This is a man who listens to God, who has open eyes and an open heart into the Lord, and someone who seeks the same vision of the Lord Almighty. That is something that we also must have the characteristics of. We need to be people who are always um, looking to God with our eyes and our heart open and who are listening to what God is saying to us and are seeking what the Lord sees. So continuing on, I think that is great repetition because I see it again. Uh, that was uh, chapter 24 verses two through five and going on we see it again in verses 15 through 16 as well so before that another verse that i think is important for us to look at is chapter 24 verses 12 through 13 balaam answered balak didn't i previously tell the messengers you sent me if balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold I cannot go against the Lord's command to do anything good or bad on, of my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says. Now that is someone who is firm in his stance with the Lord and knows that he is to do the Lord's will. I just not go against it. Because in the previous verses... In verses 10 through 11, it says that Balak became furious with Balaam, struck his hands together and said to him, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you have blessed them these three times. Now go to your home. I said I would, re <laughs> I said I would reward you richly, but look, the Lord has denied you a reward. So here we're seeing Balak promise Balaam, yes, earthly riches and promised him good things but Balaam is not going to go against what the Lord has commanded him Balaam seems to be a man who understands that no earthly king or no earthly man in power can give him what only the Lord can give him and understands that it is the Lord who is the ultimate man in charge so to say and he is the one who gives the final say so of everything so that's important to note as well because i think Balaam's a great example of someone who's firm in his faith and who says i cannot go against the lord's will 
Didn't I previously tell the messengers he sent me, if Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the Lord's command to do anything good or bad of my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says. Yes, I just read that for like the third time. But it says I cannot go against the Lord's command to do anything good or bad of my own will. We may have good intentions, but if it's not the Lord's will, it will not come to fruitation. That's another important note to make. Whether we're doing something good or bad, the Lord is only going to bless what he has commanded and what is in his own will. Not our will. So we are to do whatever the Lord says. And just from reading these oracles, these three oracles from Balaam, we notice that over and over again that Balak had asked for the Israelites to be cursed, but the Lord refused to have his people cursed, who he has already covered and blessed by his love. That is something we must hold on to and remember that we are covered in God's love and we're undeserving of it just as we see the Israelites are kind of undeserving of it. They went through the wilderness, they complained, they griped. Why did the Lord do this? We would have been better off in Egypt as slaves and in bondage and so on and so on, complaining about manna even though the Lord was providing the manna for them so they wouldn't starve. So they were complaining at the Lord still covered them in his love even though they were unworthy and undeserving. We are like the Israelites. And even though we're so undeserving and we complain about the little things in life or the big things in life, no matter what, if we still complain, but the Lord still loves us. He still covers us. He's still there for us no matter how many times we complain because he has already sent his one and only son to die and rise again on the third day to redeem us. And we have our salvation continuously and we have our mediator continuously. That is important to note that over and over again, the Israelites complained, yet the Lord still displayed his love for them and did not allow them to be cursed by Balak. But Balaam repeatedly spoke truth over them and blessings over them because the Lord has already blessed them. And when looking at my New Living Translation Study Bible, it says here in a study note on chapter 23, 7 through 8, instead of cursing Israel, the seer noted their special status and observed that God's blessing had turned a humble people into a great nation. Balaam wished for similar good fortune to come his way. So they, they, he noted their special status. And I think that just goes back to what I just said. Special status, we are uh, redeemed by the blood of Jesus. So we have that special status as a child of God and called by the Lord. And that's why no, no cursing should come upon us. And as long as we continue to walk in the Lord's will and truly seek him, we should be living in a life of abundance and such. It doesn't mean we're not going to have hardships or whatnot. We're all going to go through uh, struggles in life. But it's important to know that we are called and no one can curse what the Lord has already blessed. And our, 
eternal blessing is to be united with him in heaven when our days on earth are over and we get to sing and rejoice with him and be united with him which is the whole point of this life we're living is to glorify him and bring him honor and praise and once we realize that it just makes the bigger picture even more relevant to our lives today and the repetition in 23 verses 23 to 24 no curse no curse could succeed against israel because they have been blessed and it says israel was safe from the harm that moab and midian sought to inflict through divination israel would become famous because god protected them from harm so i think we have continuous lessons to learn from the israelites all throughout this those are just a couple things from my study bible that stood out to me the notes being that the israelites had been blessed and no curse could succeed against israel and as christians when we look at ourselves as the body um in resemblance to israel the church we are blessed and we are called by god and no curse can come against us and we just live in this covering uh we live under this covering of the lord of protection and just as long as we keep that relationship open with him and really uh are open and always talking and communicating with our savior we have all the protection we need in this life and that's really a comforting thing we need to hold on to and remember that we are blessed we are not cursed and we are protected by the lord just as israel was and is through their whole journey no matter their complaining or griping and their undeservingness of god's covering he still loved them and protected them just as he still loves us and protects us even though we are so unworthy and need his grace and mercy every day so thank you all for listening today so much and i hope this has enlightened you and since we did not read the whole chapters today i encourage you to go back and read through it and if anything else stood out to you in particular always encourage you to go to the forum on enduringbygrace.com and let's have some great discussion and bible study thank you all and god bless you